So, Jeff, uh, today you said we're talking about remedies or RIMS, uh, RMD. What is that? <laughs> it's required minimum distributions, Tony. Oh, RMD, required. I didn't know yeah. if it was an acronym or if it's a word. Uh, RIMS, I don't know what you're talking about. This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial, and thank you for joining us here this week. We're going to talk about are you ready for required minimum distributions, or as Tony sometimes calls them, RIMDs. So we've got a very exciting to- topic today. Who doesn't like to talk about RMDs? Remedies. Well, I don't know. I don't know if a lot of people know what they are or I do enjoy talking about them, Jeff. That's the that's the thing, right? It's a sickness. It is. It is. It is a sickness. And, you know, I, I've made the old joke. Uh, I thought RMD stood for really massive donut. Okay, that's what <laughs> that's what I've always thought. Sign me up. Um, <laughs> but you say required minimum distributions. I say really massive donuts. You say potato. No one says potato. No one. No one. Um, I don't know why they say that because no one says that. But um, I'm excited about this one. I, I really am. Uh, tell us more. What do you got? Yeah, I literally just walked out of a review meeting with a, a couple that um, that are clients of ours that we've been helping here for a couple of years. And we actually spent probably 15 minutes talking about this. So I'm all, all tuned up and ready to go here. But yeah, it's a, it's a very important topic. The, uh, we'll get into some of the ins and outs of what they are and how that works, but it's an important one that you want to be aware of, uh, for a variety of different reasons and start planning ahead now. But before we, we dig into that, um, Tony, how are you doing in this lovely, Oh. <laughs> frozen tundra of Minnesota, zero degrees outside right now. We're loving it. Oh, yeah. I asked myself, why do we live here again? Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to keep asking myself that. I spent five and a half years in Southern California, then six more in Nashville. And then my wife and I, for some reason, decided to move back. Now, it's because we love, we're both from here. We love Minnesota, love the people here. I mean, that's the bottom line. Uh, but it, the older I get, the less I love the winners. And so now I'm starting to get, I'm like, why would all the, why would people when they retire want to move to Florida, Arizona? And now I'm saying, oh, okay, sure, (laughs) sure. You mean you don't like shoveling snow every day and freezing? Oh, okay. I get it. I get it now, but I'm good. How about you? What have you been up to, Jeff? Good. Yeah. We're, we're staying busy. Um, we're growing and yeah, living the dream. It's hard to believe it's February already. Oh, I know. I know. So um, I think we want to jump right into this. And I think a lot of people know in general terms, maybe what a required minimum distribution is, but that doesn't mean that the reality of RMDs when we turn 72 or are in retirement uh, can't be a bit of a rude awakening for most. I think we put the idea off because it's not something we have to deal with for a while. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not a not a fun one, but you know, if you have a tax advantage account, something where you put money in over the years, whether it's a four hundred one k, an IRA, um, and you got a tax deduction going into that account, you reduce your taxable income in the year that you made the contribution. The idea with this is the government's given you potentially decades of tax deferral, and it is a retirement account. So you're in retirement generally by 72 that uh, you should start kicking some of that money out, and that creates taxes in the process. So it's an inevitable thing, and uh, we'll dig into that. There's a good Kiplinger article that talks about this as well. If you want to read something online about it, the basics of required minimum distributions, 12 things you must know about this, and it gets into some of the things that we'll discuss today. But as it notes, if you begin putting money away into those tax advantage accounts, and you get out to age 72, uh, you have to start taking the, the distributions out. So, And why, why age 72? Why at that point does the government force you to take money out of those accounts? Uh, one word would be committee. <laughs> so the, <laughs> the government at work. So that's the yes. age that Uncle Sam has determined it's time to start taking those withdrawals, whether you're ready to or not. And You'll not only need to determine how much you have to withdraw each year, but you also have to, again, pay taxes on those distributions when that occurs. Sure. Yeah. And, and that's, that's I guess, the government wants its money, and you've put off taking out money, uh, and they've let that money grow tax-free. Now they want taxes from it. And th- this is with traditional IRAs and traditional 401ks, uh, basically any tax-deferred retirement account. Uh, you have to pay taxes on that money eventually when it comes out, and they start making you take it out and pay the taxes at 72 is what you're saying. Exactly. Yep. And they changed that with the SECURE Act at the end of 2019. And if you turned age 70 and a half in the year 2020 or later, you should take your first required minimum distribution by no later than April 1st of the year after you turn age 72. So Got it. it's really important if you turn 70 and a half in 2020 or later, you got to take that first required minimum distribution out by no later than April 1st after the year that you turned 72. So <laughs> could they make it more? Yeah, How about <laughs> I got an idea. Let's get rid of the half year and <laughs> let's get rid of the year after you turn 72. And how about just say uh, the year you turn 73, you have to, if you've, <laughs> Yeah, I, it's so funny when the government comes up with these rules. It's like, why? I think they just they're just, just to be mean to people like me who said, you know, I was told there would be no math. Mm-hmm. And then they just have the to complicate throws it. you off every time. I know every time, every time. <clears throat> so after that first uh, RMD, so they give you a little bit of a delay that first year. But after that, sure. you have to take those out by December 31 of each year to make sure that sure. you avoid those. And typically... The, uh, generally, the, these apply to the original owner of an IRA, a simple IRA, a retirement plan, 401ks, 403bs. Um, so one note here is Roth IRAs don't have required minimum distributions. And that's one of the benefits of Roth that we've talked about a number yeah. of times on the show. Yeah, uh, Roth IRAs don't have required minimum distributions, but oftentimes overlooked is the RMD rules do apply to Roth 401k accounts, which is ah, a bit really because Roth 401ks have just come about in the last couple of years. 
And I know they've been popular because they grow tax-free, but they do have different rules than the Roth IRAs. Exactly. Yep. So if you have a Roth 401k, it may make sense if you don't need that money at age 72 that roll that into a and Roth IRA in order to not have those required minimum distributions. Again, this applies to the original owner of that account. Um, if someone passes in a Roth IRA or 401k on to someone else, let's say a kid, then those required minimum distribution rules do apply. And RMDs, the, on the traditional accounts, you haven't paid tax on that money. Their taxes ordinary income when you take that out. So you have a mm -hmm. top tax rate of 37% here in 2022. Now, if you delay your first RMD, remember that April 1st of the year following rule, you have to take two distributions in that year. So, oh, okay. Let's say, for example, you turn 72 March of 2021 you have until April 1st of this year, 2022, to take out that first required minimum distribution, but you also have to want, have to take one out this year for the end of 2021 account value. So you have uh, two distributions sure. you're going to pull out in, in that same year. So you want to be aware of that. So, so speaking of that, can taking two RMDs in one year have any tax implications? It definitely could. Yeah. Most of the time we, as we work with our clients and help them navigate their options on this, usually we're going to not delay that first one. And in our example, we would have taken that out in 2021 before the end of the year uh, because doing so, if you're taking two distributions out in a single year, that might bump you up into a higher tax bracket. Larger chunk of your social security income could be subject to taxes, might impact your Medicare Part B or Part D premiums as well. So to determine that good time to take that first RMD, we'd sit down and work all that out, look at your taxable income over different years, and uh, make sure that we're, we're making a good decision there. So that's something we do help all of our clients with in um, planning ahead for those ahead of time, which we'll talk about some strategies. But once you're to that point, you need to take that money out. We'll help you to make sure that's done correctly. All right. Well, yeah, and you can you can get in the weeds here with all the rules. So it is important to work with somebody like yourself, a financial services professional. Now, uh, how do we go about calculating what our RMDs are? How do we know what to pay? I mean, do I magically just have to know this? It's not an innate trait. No, it's it's a yeah. There's some some math involved, <laughs> as you said earlier. But yeah, oh. we're taking the year end account balance. So let's say the end of 2021, the year-end account balance for each of your accounts. Uh, and we'll define account here in a moment. And you can take the total required minimum distribution from one IRA, or you might have that coming out of multiple IRAs. So for example, if you own an IRA that's smaller than your total required minimum distribution, you could empty out that smaller one, simplify life a little bit, and then take the remainder of your RMD from a larger IRA if that makes sense with your overall financial picture. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And and, and it's, it's fairly straightforward. That's good. So um, uh, what can you tell us about where 401ks fit into this? I mean, uh, IRAs are one thing. How about 401ks? Yeah, you want to be aware of this because if you have old 401ks and you've never consolidated those into your IRA or IRA accounts, 
you have to satisfy those required minimum distributions separately for each of those 401ks versus if you have only IRA money, you could pull it all out of one IRA or multiple ones. But having those 401ks does complicate that. And um, you can take the distributions either monthly, you can take them out once a year, take them out every quarter, depends on where your, uh, what your financial institution allows with that. But uh, there are different strategies. You know, if the, um, you want to leave your money in there as long as possible and let that grow tax deferred longer, that's a possibility. We want to look up at the market. Is it up or down when you're taking out that distribution? So there are some things we want to think through as part of that. You know, I think the the main thing I've gotten from everything you've talked about in this episode so far today, Jeff, is that you need to work with a financial services professional and to really make sure you don't miss uh, this and make sure you're doing the right thing. How can our listeners out there set up that consultation or get a hold of you and your staff to ask questions about this? Yeah, give us a call. Our number is 651-842-8406. Give us a call, schedule a time to chat with us, and we offer a complimentary second opinion on whatever your situation is and help identify some opportunities for you to to make the most out of your retirement resources. And if RMDs are on your mind after listening to today's show, I'll help you to plan ahead and navigate all that stuff as as well as possible. And yeah, you can give us a call 651-842-8406 or visit us online at financialpaladin.com. You can also send us an email at info at financialpaladin.com. So some things to think of there. Now, if you miss a, an RMD deadline, it is the one of the IRS's most significant penalties. It's a 50% excise tax if you miss that. So if you have an RMD of $15,000, you only took out $11,000, you're short $4,000, you owe the government a $2,000 penalty, plus you have to pay the taxes on that distribution as well. So uh, one way to avoid forgetting that and paying those significant penalties is to work with your custodian and make sure that they're taking those out automatically for you so you don't forget that along the way. The challenge with that is if you put that on autopilot, <clears throat> let's say you have an account, you want your RMDs to come out of you know October 1st of each year, and at that point, the market is down quite a bit, and it's on autopilot, and it pulls that money out uh, October 1st, you just locked in losses during that period. So uh, again, we want to have a good plan in place that gives us some flexibility there to avoid that situation. So Jeff, I have a question though. Uh, you've talked about uh, all these rules regarding RMDs, uh, but what happens if I don't do that? What happens if I uh, miss uh, taking my RMD? What if I'm just thinking about what I'm going to have for lunch tomorrow and uh, I'm not uh, thinking about my RMD and it doesn't happen? Uh, yeah, not not so good, not not ideal. Um, so those are things that we can help you to again plan ahead for that. If that does occur, help you to understand what your options are. Uh, in some situations, the IRS might help you out and throw you a bone and let you um, avoid that penalty. So we want to avoid that situation as much as possible. And we also want to look ahead on how can you reduce those required minimum distributions over time and possibly even avoid them altogether. So the couple I just met with before coming into today's meeting as an example, uh, they're in their early 60s, both retired, 
and we run their plan and look at projections on at age 72 what they're going to need to take out of their accounts and in their situation they've they've done a good job saving they're not pulling much out of their investments because they have pensions and so forth uh, expenses are fairly low their income is actually going to increase by 50 percent between now and when those rmds hit and oh, wow. um, taxes are likely to increase over that period of time. Yep. So what we just did today is we did some Roth conversions as we did last year with them. And we're going to look that at that again later this year to convert more. The idea with that is you control your taxes as much as possible. I'm going to pay the taxes now on this to avoid having to pay the taxes later when those RMDs kick in and taxes might be higher and I have more taxable income about that. So we can help you to think through all of that. Yeah. Yeah. And you want to avoid those penalties. Uh, like it's a 50% penalty uh, if you don't. So you want some options. And uh, I'm guessing that Roth rollover you just mentioned is a really good option for people, right? Especially rolling those 401ks into a Roth IRA. Yeah. Yeah. If you're in, you have Roth 401k money, uh, might be who of you might be a good idea to roll that into a Roth IRA. And sure. that would be a good opportunity there to avoid those RMDs. You've uh, already paid the taxes on that money, and uh, that would be a pretty good thing. Uh, another possible way to avoid RMDs is converting, again, that traditional IRA money into Roth, or what we call a Roth conversion. You owe taxes at that point, uh, increases your ordinary income now, but that reduces the amount that you're going to have to take out later for those RMDs in the future. The Roth IRA money, you don't have that. Now, if your kids, for example, inherit Roth IRA money from, from you, they have required minimum distributions they have to take out. And typically that's going to be over a 10 year period of time that they have to distribute that account, but there aren't any taxes due on that. So that's an, another benefit from a legacy planning perspective uh, that's beneficial for your kids in this example. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh, that's good to know and uh, very beneficial. So um, there's a younger spouse rule too that fits into these RMDs, right? Yeah. If you're married to someone who's more than 10 years younger than you are, you can divide your year-end account balance by the IRS life expectancy factor where your age and your younger spouse's age meet. So that can help to reduce what that's going to look like. So this is one we're working with a tax professional or a good financial services professional can help you to navigate that. Um, pro rata payouts for required minimum distribution is something else you should be aware of. If you're not able to reduce your RMD, it's possible you can still shrink the amount of taxes you owe on it as long as you've kept good records of any non-deductible contributions you've made to your IRAs over time. So this is, if you've heard the term backdoor Roth before, this is where that would come into play. So for example, if you make too much money to be able to contribute to an IRA in your working years, you could potentially make a non-deductible contribution into your IRA and then convert that to a Roth IRA. So that's ah, why they okay. call that a backdoor. So if you do that, though, you have to forever keep track of uh, the non-deductible contributions you've made. And there's a form on your tax return that needs to be carried over year to year uh, throughout your life to show that. And the outcome of that is you're able to calculate the ratio of your non-deductible contributions to your entire IRA account balance. So let's say you have an IRA with $200,000 in it. 
but $20,000 of the money in your IRA account is a non-deductible contribution you've made over time, then 10% of any distribution you take out will be tax-free. Oh, okay. Interesting. So, uh, again, uh, complications. Uh, I'm glad I don't have to keep track of all this. That's what you're for, Jeff. And and, uh, our listeners, I'm sure, should pick up the phone and call you about this. Now, another way uh, that you can deal with uh, RMDs uh, and uh, kind of a strategy is donating to charity, right? Yeah, and this is kind of a unique wrinkle um, going back to the government can sometimes complicate things. So that SECURE Act at the end of 2019 where they pushed out the required minimum distribution aids from 70 and a half to 72, <clears throat> one thing they didn't change was the aids that you're able to make what are called QCDs or Qualified Charitable Distributions. And you can do those as early as age 70 and a half. And you're basically, you're making a a deductible gift to the charity out of your IRA account. So you're reducing, you don't have any taxable income for that distribution. So originally the Pension Protection Act of 2006 set up the rules of the road for QCDs. And if you're really bored, you can read Section 408 of the uh, Internal Revenue Code. I'm sure you're going to be all over that, Tony. And that outlines some of the details of that. But there's some limits to this. You can do up to $100,000 a year per person. It has to go directly to a qualified charity. must be a direct transfer. You can't write them a check. So it's got to go from your custodian of your IRA account directly to the charity. Just had a client yesterday. We did this on once a year. She she makes a, a QCD to a couple different charities. And that helps to reduce her taxable income for that year. Because it's coming, it's covering part of her required minimum distribution. So that's another um, strategy that you can use and help to address some charitable goals that you might have. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and that's uh, that's a way you can tackle those uh, distributions and uh, uh, the tax issue uh, about paying taxes as well. Uh, contributions to charities are uh, always helpful, especially the QCDs. Uh, and I'm glad you, you stay on top of that. Well, this has been a great show, but we're almost out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we go today, Jeff? Yeah, just to spend some time planning ahead. A lot of times people um, can get, it's very easy to get focused on, I, wanna, I don't want to pay any in taxes. I don't want to pay taxes. I want to reduce my taxable bill as much as possible. And I would suggest don't lose sight of the forest for the trees. So you want to look at reducing your taxable income now. Yes, that's correct. But we also want to look long-term. This is a long-term ball game and plan ahead. You know, what are those required minimum distributions going to look like over time? What is a reasonable expectation of what tax rates are going to do over time and so on. So um, make some good decisions by thinking through that ahead of time. And that's something that we help all of our clients with is plan for that in advance uh, it does take time to do some of the strategies that we've talked about, some year-by-year opportunities there. So I encourage you to give us a call. Our phone number is 651-842-8406. And uh, schedule a time to come in for your complimentary second opinion on your retirement plan. And we look forward to the opportunity to meet with you. Uh, you can also visit us at financialpaladin.com. All right. Thanks, Jeff. And listeners, thanks for listening in today. That does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Foley. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. 
don't pay too much for taxes, or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.